today's Channel 33 podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. It's our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling sports and music tickets. Other sites have gone back to the same old tactic of showing you a lower price and then charging huge fees at checkout. But at SeatGeek, the price you see is always the price you pay. With SeatGeek, there's no guesswork. You'll know exactly how much you're paying, where you're sitting, and whether or not you're getting a good deal. All right from your phone. So drop your old site and experience buying and selling tickets the way it should be. To start using SeatGeek, download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. And while you're on your phone, can I just tell you about a few new podcasts? I'm just going to assume you're on your phone right now, by the way. We recently started some new feeds. You can now catch The Politics Pod, Keeping It 1600, The Watch, About TV with Chris and Andy, and Other Pop Culture, The Ringer NFL Show, and The Ringer NBA Show, all on their own feeds. Last week, the political podcast, Keeping It 1600, had a great interview with MSNBC's Chuck Todd. That's top talent. The Watch had Colin Farrell discussing his new lobster, a movie I heard that I should see. I know that all my coworkers are obsessed with it. The Ringer NFL show featured Colts quarterback Andrew Luck. Yes, the Andrew Luck. And he was talking about his obsession with books. There's no other podcast where you could hear that. And like this week, the Ringer NBA show will be talking draft lottery and playoffs, and I'll probably be doing some of that because... I need to talk about this Thunder series. So remember to subscribe to Keeping It 1600, The Watch, The Ringer NFL Show, The Ringer NBA Show, and if you haven't done Channel 33, that one as well, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. Thanks for listening. We hope you like all these podcasts. And now it is time for Bachelor Party. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I am Juliette Littman, and this is the weekly Bachelor podcast. I guess it's actually the Bachelorette podcast now, but if you've listened before, you kind of know the drill. I go over the episode each week, usually focusing on who I love, who I don't love, who I hate, and who I'm just generally skeptical of. This season, we've got JoJo Fletcher, who came in second on Ben Higgins's season. She was told by Ben that he loved her, and yet... She was not selected to be his wife. That's a really tough break, but somehow JoJo quickly rebounded and now she's back in the market and she's playing the field. She's our bachelorette and we're going to be with her for the next 10 weeks. I'm pretty excited. The show has not started yet. The bachelor begins next Monday, May 23rd. And no, I'm not paid to say that, nor do I have any corporate obligation. I'm just really excited. So excited, in fact, that I want to spend this week going over the bios of the various men vying for her heart. It's one of my favorite annual traditions. In the years past, I've done this with my good friend forever, David Jacoby. And this year, I'm bringing in a ringer, a ringer staff writer, that is. I've got Allison Davis on the line. Hello. Excited uh, to be here. Uh, if you were going on The Bachelorette, or on The Bachelor, excuse me. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you want to go on The Bachelorette. I won't, I, I won't judge either way. If you were going <laughs> on the show, would you need to be Allison P or like Allison D, do you think? Um, I think I'd want to be, I, that's a great question. I think I'd just want to be Allison D. I think at that point, it'll be sufficiently clear that like I am the only Allison Davis on The Bachelor, <laughs> so I can drop the P. <laughs> There are other Allison Davises out in the world, though, right? Yes, it's true. I have. This is why I have the P because I have a doppelganger who, like, is also a black female writer, and people are always confusing us. <laughs> That's really annoying. Even when there's like another like Juliet, like at all in the in the world, even if it's spelled the other way. I'm just like, nah, that's my name. Can't imagine having a full <laughs> Allison Davis, who's the same profession. I know. 
I know it's very awkward, but now I have the P to differentiate. But I feel like if I go on The Bachelor, Alice and D. Also, I think the P might scare away like the simple contestants, male contestants. You know, it sounds too self-important <laughs> to have the middle initial. Totally, you know, be fun and flirty. Yeah, I, I guess I go by Allie, Actually, oh, is- that's a great point. You need to yeah. like get down to the right level. You'd be Al- you could be yeah. Allie D, and then that would rhyme. Allie D. Yeah, okay. perfect. <laughs> That's they your future. Um, how many seasons have you watched The Bachelor slash Bachelorette? Jeez, I feel like I, I'm like an intermittent watcher. So okay. like if there's a person that grabs me, like I was definitely along for the whole entire Juan Pablo season and then like all of the ones after that because I got really attached to Andy Dorfman mm. and then the guy that um, Andy rejected. So, But I think in total, I've probably been a like a pretty good watcher for the past six to seven years oh great that's a lot i'm so thrilled to hear that (laughs) um side note about andy dorfman uh did you see that she's like in the news right now because she uh is like writing she wrote a book about her relationship with josh murray which shocker was not a healthy relationship surprise oh i didn't realize she wrote a whole book yeah i believe so so she's she's making making the bachelor work for her. She's still trying to be famous. It's upsetting though because she was a lawyer. She had like a real career, and she abandoned that to be on the Bachelor and then the Bachelorette. And then like she couldn't go back to being a lawyer. Is no. that kind of how it works? No, I mean if you were to be like, sorry, I'm leaving the Ringer to go on the Bachelor, I'd be like, okay, it was nice knowing you. Good luck. Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> that would be my like right. my follow up. <laughs> I guess there was also who was um, Allie who was working at Facebook at the time. Yes, you know, like she was encouraged, suppose as the story goes, by Sheryl Sandberg to go off and find love on The Bachelorette, and then like she never had another real job again. Yeah, and then she also left the show to go back at her job at Facebook. Do you remember she was like weeping as she left? And she chose right, her, she right. chose her job over the over love. It was so it was so uh, it was so lean in before lean in. <laughs> I wonder if that's what inspired Cheryl Sandberg. Oh, totally. It's like change the trajectory of Cheryl Sandberg's life and career, 100%. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I'm like obsessed with Allie. I still follow her on social media. I know that she's very pregnant, about to have a baby. Like, I, for some yeah. reason, I, maybe it's because like she's our, the same age as us. So, like, it kind of like, <laughs> for some reason, it put The Bachelor in like a different kind of framework. I don't know. But like, I'm glad you brought her up because I um, remain obsessed with her. She's one of my favorites too. Like it, even I guess maybe the Alley Bond is oh. what like, gets it for me. But yeah, uh, I think she's an Alexandra for some reason, but perhaps I'm wrong. Oh, never mind. Um, also, from Grace. the name of her website is alliloves.com, A-L-I-L-U-V-S.com. So that's not acceptable. <laughs> I should hate that more, but I'm like, oh, that's just Allie. That's just Allie being it's Allie. Totally. We have to accept her. It's very on brand for Allie. <laughs> yeah. um, so you watched uh, Ben Higgins this season on The Bachelor then. There's no catching up for I- you. No catching up, but let's, I mean, like, let's be real, Ben, it was the most boring season. I think Ben Higgins was just, like, he was hard for me to watch. Yeah. So boring. So I was in love with Ben ben. for a while. I I had a crush on him based on his time on Ben's season, and he was, like, uh, excuse me, Ben on Caitlyn's season, and I thought he was really well-spoken and just, you know, very um, articulate for the cameras. And I was like, yes, I, I like that. And then we really got to see all of Ben, including his his weird side tattoo. And it's only weird because there's like a mistake in it, which he then had to like cover up. And it's just like, we're going to talk more about tattoos because it figures prominently in the bios of the dudes vying for JoJo's heart. But 
Yeah. Ben's was like a wraparound kind of thing on uh, across his torso, and I just don't think that's good positioning. So it was really prominent. I know. You always saw it because they're shirtless so much. Yeah. But yeah. Point um, deduction for sure. So I was really high on Ben from the beginning, and then I was like, eh, JoJo. But by the end of the season, I was like all in on JoJo and out on Ben. Okay. I like JoJo too. I think I think I wanted there were some other women that I would have wanted for this season, just for like I don't know, like let's mix it up a little bit, Bachelorette, and maybe choose like a hot black chick. But JoJo's great. I like her. I sure. think she'll be a good yeah, a Did, good contestant. I thought it was possible that Jubilee was gonna be the Bachelorette just for them to be like, See, we have black people on this show. Me too, and she's so like beautiful, and her backstory is great. But yeah, I was disappointed. I know it, she turned out to be, I think, a little bit crazier than they wanted. <laughs> I know, and they've had that problem with uh oh god Ashley. Yeah, remember Ashley? Yeah, god, and it, was so crazy. it wasn't a good time for Jubilee's future when she was like fighting with the other women. Like when the other women really didn't like her, that was a bad sign because to be the yeah, Bachelorette, cool. you need to have women like you because that's like most of who's watching the show. Yeah, I never really thought about like the other women of the house being like a good test audience for whether or not the next kid, like they can be the next next contestant. But that's a great little like test group right there yeah it's, it's like, like other contestants that like you america probably won't totally it's like built-in focus focus group <laughs> yeah exactly uh one thing i've noticed is that the twins from ben's season those two blondes from las vegas they're still like really <laughs> tight with lauren and ben which i find very strange that's awkward yeah and i know that obviously from social media which i'm i'm like <laughs> i should be embarrassed to say but like i guess it's just part of the gig at this point <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um so last thursday five days ago abc dropped the the uh, the bro bios of the guys vying for jojo's heart and you emailed me very yeah. excitedly and i was like oh great because i need some guests for bachelor party so here we are and i want to talk about these guys like there's there's like so many of them in fact i think there's 25 <laughs> So, uh, we just need to get into it. Um, I kind of, I kind of went more or less alphabetical, which I think we could do do right now if that works for you. Works for me. All right, let's get into it then. First up, open up their bio. Alex, he's 25 and he's a U.S. Marine. I'm now convinced that anyone who's on the show who's been in the armed forces, they're like hoping for a jubilee situation where they can like really like turn up the emphasis on her backstory and her service. Oh yeah, they love people who've been in service. It's a it's like a perfectly written story to get empathy and like we'll have great tales. I think it's good. Yeah, I I, I kind of liked him. Alex, you're into him. <laughs> um, he's like okay, he's a little boring, but I thought he was he's I don't know he's got nice muscles. That's really what I'm going with here. Good that's muscles, true. Okay, nice eyes. I'm glad you brought up his appearance because of course that's very very germane to this conversation. But more importantly, ABC like changed like their story template in the parlance of those of us who work on the internet and like the lead photo that they showed for each guy was a very awkward crop it was like horizontal and so you really only got like mid chest and up and i like to get a little bit more of that plus it was like a lot of like blue split blue space it was really weird did you notice that yeah i'm looking at it right now and there's like these weird blue clouds yeah it's kind of like what you would choose when you were in fifth grade and it was picture day because you wanted to be cool exactly and they have them all wearing like kind of demure colors like alex is wearing like an (laughs) olive green which i think is weird um a couple of highlights from his bios first of all tattoos colon yes they're all family or work related 
a work-related tattoo. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but if you're like a Marine, like it's not like he's a writer and he put like a little like a pen and notebook on his chest. He's Is that a Marine. What you have? That's kind of yeah. <laughs> I do actually have a pen that I'm like in the process of getting fixed because I'm so embarrassed. That really? I was that on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Where is and it on your body? It's on my upper thigh, so luckily, like, most of the year it's hidden. But come summer, I'm like, yes, I'm a writer with a pen on my leg. <laughs> what so are you changing it into? Um, a flower, which is not any better. <laughs> I think I would stick with the pen. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so as far as tools go, like, I can speak from experience. If you have a cool job, I think it's fine. He's a Marine. He can have, like, a ship, right? <laughs> Or like an airplane submarine. Sure, submarine. Sure. I I don't know. I think that's a tough road to go. Plus, he's only 25, so like most of his career might not be in the armed forces. And then it's like, it's not even work-related anymore. It's just from like a a young mistake. I don't know. It's tough. It's really tough. How old were you when you got your tattoo? I got my first one when I was... I think 24, yeah, okay, right, right after a breakup and, like, right before quarter-life crisis. <laughs> that's a good age, though, because if you get one younger, like, you're just sure to, like, re- like question your choices. Like, every time I see a picture of myself from college when I'm, like, 20 years old, I'm just like, how did I leave the house in that outfit? Why did I allow myself to be photographed in that outfit? So I can't even imagine <laughs> if you have, like, a tattoo from when you were, like, 21 or, like, some- something like that. I don't know. So right. I- I'm worried about Alex's tattoo. Um Next, I also just want to mention, for the question, where do you see yourself in five years, he said, with a master's degree, running my own business, partner up with my twin. Okay. That's like, at once, very vague and also specific. A master's degree, we don't know in what. A business could be anything. And with his twin. So many questions about his twin. Right. Does he mean twin sister, twin brother, or like life partner twin? You know, like his twin, like... Me and my wife just like okay, that's probably the, like the, the one that's least probable. But I want to know more about the twin. Yeah, me too. As soon as you introduce that, I'm just like, oh, okay. Now I now I'm interested, but like not necessarily in a good way. I I don't think right. Alex will go far based on his appearance. That's all I'm saying. No, I, he's not unattractive. But also, he just I don't know. He, I don't see. Also, it there was this one thing where he's like, "Do you like to go out dancing?" And he said, "I'm not into the whole booty dancing thing." <laughs> quote unquote which makes me think he's he's like not going to be any fun whatsoever yeah. so i agree he doesn't have a long shelf life here he's out let's move on brandon <laughs> all right i skipped someone but whatever he was kind of boring brandon he's, he's Allie, but okay i just want to throw out that he has great eyebrows he does Allie or Allie. he's fantastic brows he really does and he wears them yeah. well he's also wearing like a salmon colored v-neck which i think really yeah. complements his skin tones he looks lovely <laughs> Um, Brandon. Brandon's occupation is hipster. (laughs) So at a certain point, the franchise, Bachelor Bachelorette, got really self-aware. And not like really self-aware, but like pretty self-aware. And I just feel like this this is a vestige of that. Like they're like, oh, we'll just call him a hipster. Like that'll be funny and people will talk about it. And here we are talking about it. I know. They won. They win. I know. We're letting the producers win. Um, Brandon is the third person alphabetically and the second guy to list her as one of his favorite movies Um, I also love that movie but I'm now questioning myself because it's so popular with the Bachelor Bros I know I think it's become like the new like bro safe like romantic movie right (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it is really is good. That it? Yeah, I guess. It's great. Or something. It all, But it's also, like, sad. I mean, it's like, I think it's a great movie, but I don't know. We can parse that at a later date. Um, Brandon also uh, mentioned some of his favorite books. And... Uh, yeah. And the one he chose was David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell because of how he sees challenges, advantages, and disadvantages. Um, I really judge people by the books that they choose in, in times like these, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, big week for that book because Kelly Ripa has been carrying it around in part of her like press tour against Michael Strahan and ABC. Oh, yeah. So, like, so then what does it say about a person that that's their favorite all-time book though like that they haven't read that much i don't know what do you think (laughs) i don't know it just seems like it's a glimpse into their psyche and perhaps he's like a little bit manipulative i might be (laughs) reading too much into this choice but like it's all about challenges and games and advantages and disadvantages like is that how he sees the bachelorette as a whole is it just one big game i'm not sure he's here for love that's my deduction (laughs) All right, so you're calling him out. I like it. We, Brandon, you're on notice. <laughs> watching you, hipster. I'm watching you. We've got eyes on you. Um, okay, next. Go goodbye, Brandon. There's no way he lasts a long time. Just take a look at Brandon. I, he looks nothing like Ben. I know. So if he doesn't look like Ben, but you know, I I feel like this is a lesson we've learned from Emily's season, where you she like has sort of like a bad boy hipster one that she kept around, and Jeff, she, I feel like he might last. Just he, for the Brooklyn appeal. Jeff won F1. Not only did he last, he yes. won. <laughs> he won. You're right. He yes. picked the hipster. Jeff won F. So. I've, I've since heard that Jeff won F was really in it for the fame. I know. It's so, so shocking. And he was from like an extremely Hi. wealthy family. Oh, yeah. Like a Mormon family, yes, right? Or exactly. Am I, am I making that up? No, he was yeah, a Mormon okay. and his parents never appeared on the show, even though he won. Jeff won F. Emily is now yeah. married and just had a baby and is pregnant again. FYI. Oh, geez. Good for her. I know. She's she's living that life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next dude. Next dude I want to talk about is Chad, who's also next alphabetically. Chad looks like your prototypical man from The Bachelorette. He's got some stubble, short hair. He's got some muscles. He's just like the the, the guy. And I don't even know what the questions were, but three times he answered, myself in 10 years. All right, all right, all right. As if... (laughs) As if he was channeling Matthew McConaughey. And I say as if because Matthew McConaughey has so much more swagger and this guy clearly has none. None. That's why he's just like quoting him three times in one, like what, six question interview? Very short questionnaire. Yes. Very short. (laughs) Also, can we just talk about his greatest achievement? Yes. Which is. Say Being it. born good looking. So outrageous. This guy's out. I hate this guy. <laughs> Chad. Also, he has the most like prototypical bachelor contestant um, occupation, luxury real estate yes. agent. Like it's just such a shell of a job. I think that's good for Jojo, though. Her family's also in real estate. Oh, okay. So maybe maybe Chad's a front runner. I, I mean, know. he's handsome. I think yeah, he's definitely. I think he's making at least four episodes. I think he gets a one on one. Okay. And also Matthew McConaughey is from Texas too, like JoJo. So I feel like maybe there's a Texas connection. Who knows? Actually, notice they didn't tell us their hometowns, which they usually do. I wonder if people um, people stalk them a little bit too much. Like I would, I go deep on their Facebook sometimes. I should admit that. (laughs) It's a safe space. (laughs) Um. Next, moving on. I just want to go straight straight to Coley, 
who I don't want to talk about except to say that his head is egregiously photoshopped. It looks like there's like a dent in his head or something. It's really weird. I feel so bad for Coley. I do. The last time there Based was a, on this photo, like... He kinda, oh, go ahead. Sorry. He kind of looks like a B-side Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Totally. Oh. Now that you say that, though, like, I'm a little more Team Coley because before I was going to say, like, no way does he make it past first episode, but... Yeah. I agree. His hair is really bad. It's, like, backed in gel. It's gross. Um, also, the last time there was a Coley on reality television, it was uh, a girl on Real, Real World Denver. Did you watch that season with, with Coley? No, I don't think I did. I might well, have given up by then. It was a good one. She was um, a real stereotype from the East Coast. Anyway, bad association with that name. <laughs> no. Did I skip anyone you want to talk about? If so, just stop me. No, because, like, Chad and Chase are basically the same guy. Yeah. Um, Derek. Oh, well, we haven't gotten to Derek. Let's yet. talk about Derek really now. Talk about Derek. Okay, Derek looks very familiar to me. Derek looks like every guy you know. He's just like the every guy, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. He's wearing a really bad shirt. It's like a baseball tee meets Henley minus the buttons. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like that he really talked a lot about Benjamin Franklin when they asked who do you admire most in the world and he like really just went deep on Ben Franklin in a yeah. very thoughtful way. So I think he's maybe he's gonna stick around. He's so smart. Yeah, I'm kinda drawn towards towards uh this guy. However, he did say that of his best attributes, quote, my baby blues seem to got get a lot of front end attention. So <laughs> that's yeah. like an incorrect <laughs> use of front end, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I I'm putting Derek in my top Five, I think so maybe. too. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's kind of got the Ben look to me. Like he's like a little overly sculpted for this picture, but probably really handsome and charming in real life. IRL. Yes. Okay, right, Derek, you win. Derek, we're into you. Daniel, he's thirty-one. He's a male model. I don't know why he has to say male model. We know he's male. Like just model. Oh, wait, is Daniel? He's the Lambo guy. Yes, he referred to uh. himself as a Lambo twice. One asked if he would have a ta- if he had tattoos. He said no because why would you put put a sticker on a Lambo? And then the second one was even more ridiculous. He said when he was asked if are you comfortable wearing swimwear in public, he said very comfortable. Why have a Lambo if you park it in the garage? Well, I really do think I'm going to adopt why I have a Lambo if you park it in the garage as like a personal mantra. This guy is like a total D-bag. <laughs> He's horrible. He is so yeah. horrible, but like great for television. So I'm happy we have yeah. him around. All right. We're out of the D's. We're halfway through the alphabet. We've got Evan. Oh, we're doing it. Eh, Evan. Oh. He's not winning. We know Evan's not winning. <laughs> he, no. however, but- he's a stunt casting and tell us why, Allison. Um, he's an erectile dysfunction expert. That's his which, occupation. Like, what is, it's not, not like a, a doctor who specializes in erectile, it's an expert. So, I know. Does that mean like, he, ha- I don't he suffers from it? Is that why he's an expert? Right, it's like a personal experience. But then, okay, I was scrolling down, and for the one question they ask everyone, do you consider yourself a romantic? And he said, yes, I believe I'm in touch with my sexual energy. And it's very powerful and beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, is he like a freelance, like, sex therapist? <laughs> I'm using air quotes liberally right now. Is he like like a virile man and we, don't, and we can't tell from this picture? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
we've got a great little hair swoop that maybe shows some virility. Ultimate, of hair. Ultimately, I think he's an asshole, though, because when asked what his deal breakers are when it comes to relationship, his first response was girls with chips nail polish. And that's just absurd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a on. deal breaker for me, man. So picky. And also, do you know how hard it is to keep your nails looking fresh and expensive? And <laughs> it's really tough. No. <laughs> This guy is terrible. Also an erectile dysfunction expert, which I hope he explains at great length on the first episode, which he, is about as far as I think he'll go. He must. I think he definitely will. Yeah, and he's out first yeah. week. Stunt, the stunt casting usually only lasts one or two weeks. Um, okay, next is Grant, and Grant is one of my personal favorites. Um, Grant, Grant, oh yeah, Grant's just really hot. Grant, I'm gonna flip it out yeah, there. Yeah, first of all, Grant's really hot, and he like looks at the camera in a way where it just feels like he's looking at you. He's got a strong jaw. Yes. <laughs> And I think his answers are great too. So here, two samples. Do you consider yourself a romantic and why? Yes. Even if I'm just hooking up with a girl, I still do cute stuff for them all the time. I really respect, I really respect how he, um, has he appreciation for like the incremental, like run up to actually dating. And he, I like his recognition (laughs) of hooking up as like a phase. I just feel like that's not really discussed enough. No, that's true. He's being very open about like, Modern dating means we're not getting married right away. We're just going to hook up and see what happens, but I'll be nice while we do that. I really like it. And then, (laughs) this is probably more controversial, but it really won me over. He said, what's your worst date memory? Getting lunch with a girl and listening to her talk about Harry Potter for 20 minutes. I just think that's really funny. (laughs) I know, know, but I feel like we have some people, maybe even on our staff, who would like... (laughs) They'd be deeply offended. Yeah. I'm not a Harry Potter person, so I'm like, yeah, I don't want to listen for 20 minutes either. <laughs> I know. I don't want to listen to anyone's, like, 20-minute diatribe about anything on a first date. Yeah. So I agree with Grant on this one. Totally. Also, he's so hot, I just don't care. He's like, really hot. To happen. And he's a firefighter. So, Grant, we've yeah. got, we're, we're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake was so boring that, like, he just must be so normal. Like, all of his answers were extremely straightforward he's wearing like a pretty basic shirt with a v-neck underneath it which is just like a really normal thing to do he's a landscape architect which is like a real profession his three best attributes are humility intellect and courage like this guy's just normal and therefore yeah he's too normal i don't know if we'll get to know him on tv <laughs> Um, but have a, like a good normal life, Jake. I think he'll be I know. happy. I wish you luck, Jake. I'm really excited for you, like to be a normal, happy person. Okay, next, James F., one of three Jameses. I love the name James, but I think that it's going to be ruined yeah. for me by these three Jameses because I do not like any of them. James 1, James F., is 34. He's a boxing club owner. And he has, one, he has tattoos on his right shoulder, his left bicep, and one on his back, all of which are being lasered off. Which just makes me go, hmm, I don't know about that. A lot of regrets in your life, James number one. I think that you need to contact these people to talk about how you can improve your tattoo if you don't like it. Yeah, I should. Try flower, James, if you're listening. Don't laser it off. It's too painful. Just try flowers. That does seem really painful and expensive, right? Like, they can't be cheap. Yeah. Um, I didn't like James because he has a specific diet called carb cycling. And that just sounds like he's going to be kind of cranky. Totally. At some point. That's a great point. Like when he's, when he's off, when he's off cycling or something. Yeah. It's not going to be a joy to be around. No, that's a really, really solid point. I'm all out on James based on that alone. And I already was anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, James S. I have no thoughts on James S. (laughs) 
I forgot he was. Oh, you know what? His occupation, bachelor super fan. Oh, yeah. So there's that. He's out. He's out night one. He's got to go soon. Yeah. He's also wearing a Henley. I don't... He looks like he kind of looks like he came from the gym, though. It's not like a tight, like, show off my biceps Henley. It's more of like a Nike. What's that Nike material called where it wicks a sweat away from you? Oh, yeah. Like dry fit? Yes, Is exactly. It? It's like a yeah. Nike dry fit Henley, which could be a good look, but just not on James. James S. No. And then, Sorry, as if Bachelor Super Fan was not enough, we've got James Taylor, who I just, based on the fact that his name is James Taylor, I skipped over. Okay, I that made me click. And the fact that he's a singer-songwriter named James Taylor. Oh my god, I love he it. is? I love it so much. Yeah. Wow. I hope he sticks around until we get like well, at least one song out of him. Oh my gosh, me too. Hmm. His favorite... And also, like, his answers even are kind of like little country songs, right? <laughs> like, if you're stranded on a desert island, what would you bring with you? Umbrella, cold beer, and a beautiful woman? Done. That's a song. I think that is a song, and it's called Toes by the Zach Brown Band. That's, like, the exact oh. message of that song. It's, like, if you go back and listen to it, it's basically what he just said. But every country yeah. music, every every country song is like that. You're right. Or the vast majority. Right. Okay. Jonathan, I liked. He um, said something funny. Oh, oh, yeah. Asked about gluten. He responded, I don't think that's a real allergy, which is a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> On your side. Also, he, he likes Forrest Gump, which I love. Yeah. So. It's a great movie. And on that tip, his favorite authors are J.D. Salinger and R.L. Stein. J.D. Salinger, okay, oh. fine. R.L. Stein, that's a real wild card, and I respect it. <laughs> Great answer. What kind of guy, like weirdo are you down there? I like that. Yeah, seriously. Okay, we, we need to move on from Jonathan because Jordan is next. Do you know who Jordan is? Oh, I think I skipped over Jordan because he looks sort of dull, but do well, I regret this now? Do you know who Aaron Rodgers is? Oh, right. Aaron okay. Rodgers is, yes, the, is the reigning MVP of the NFL. He's the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and the boyfriend of Olivia Munn, and the brother of Jordan, our new Bachelorette contestant. Whoa. So wait, did Jordan, did he ever play in, in the NFL, or is he just like brother of NFL? He also played, but I think it's like a Josh Murray situation where his brother's a lot better than mm-hmm. him, and like he just pretends to have played. But he's, I mean, I think he was like on like a third string or like on a pat- Patrick practice squad or something okay but i just know that jordan like if they don't get jordan to hometowns what's the point of casting jordan if you can't get aaron Rodgers on the show like what's the point here (laughs) i know why do this i mean i think he's probably gonna win then right i mean i think that's the given i think he has to go far because honestly like there's no point in casting aaron Rodgers' brother if you can't milk it for like at least half a season yeah, agreed. And even though his favorite actor is Vince Vaughn, like we are just gonna be stuck with him. <laughs> is that a deal breaker for you? <laughs> it's, okay, who is your favorite actor and why? Quote Vince Vaughn, unbelievable monologues. End quote. Deal breaker. I don't care if you're like a former almost quarterback. <laughs> I can't. He clearly has only ever seen The Wedding Crashers. That's the one movie he's only ever seen. Do you think he still quotes it? Like, I'm going to go recharge my batteries. Like, he probably is still dropping those Vince Vaughn lines. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, every conversation goes back to a Vince Vaughn quote. I just know we're going to get so much Jordan. Just got to steal yourself for it. I know. I'm I'm preparing myself. He's got great hair, though. So there you go. Yeah, sure. That's true. It's a good thing. Okay. Next, we have Luke. He's a war veteran. Which just makes me think that they're trying to recreate the Jubilee situation because that was her, yeah, 
her occupation as well. Luke was the second person, also Christian, who I don't think we discussed, um, to reference wanting to meet or like impress Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, host of Shark Tank and billionaire. So (laughs) that is um, like bizarre to me or at least surprising. I didn't know he was like so popular with like random dudes who want to go on the Bachelorette, but I guess that makes sense. He is like a reality TV figure. Yeah. And if you get like, Shark Tank's on ABC, right? So it's like just yeah. one entry point into their next reality show. Totally. Okay, we need to breeze through these last guys. Um, Nick B, he's an electrical engineer. His favorite magazine is Ducks Unlimited. I've never okay. heard of Ducks Unlimited. <laughs> All right, bye, Nick. Moving, so nice. moving right along. <laughs> Nick S. I didn't click in, but I do notice that he's basically wearing an ascot, which is really weird. Oh, he! I didn't notice that either. Okay. Nick S. is. He's a little fancy. I'm kind of into Nick S. I would like for him to be European. I just feel like he should be either French or Italian. Yeah. I'm going to go with definitely Italian in this one. But, hey, I like Nick S. He was once an Eagle Scout, so you know he's trustworthy. Oh, definitely. Good to know. <laughs> and- um okay peter i have no thoughts on peter i think i got tired by the time i got to peter and i was just like all right moving on I'm like so exhausted we're, right, we're so... gonna keep going we got robbie he's 27 okay. he's a former competitive swimmer and he looks like he's oh, okay. made he looks like he's made of wax yep he does clicking in he's made of wax he's um, the ken doll here his favorite movies are interstellar which tate also loves shout out to tate the Wolf of Wall Street, and Man <laughs> on Fire. Those are three very recent movies. So he maybe just started watching movies two years ago. I, I, well, if he was like a former competitive swimmer, he probably had no time to watch movies. He's re, like re-experiencing life now, right? <laughs> he's coming we'll out of the, the athlete bubble and he's ready for movies. <laughs> so I think Robbie sticks around just so they can have conversations about current pop culture. <laughs> I hope so. I kind of am rooting for Robbie. I don't know why. I like a man who wears pink yeah. and he's wearing a pink shirt. Okay, next we have Sal. And I'm like kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I'm really drawn to Sal. I don't know why. But of all of these guys, I was like, oh, Sal, interesting. Huh, I think, really? This I, guy. I think it's because he seems really regular. He's kind of like attainable hot, much like Ben was. I'm just like, oh, Sal, okay. And for some, All right, yeah. some reason, I'm just in on Sal. He's got broad shoulders. And he said if he were stranded on a desert island, no Kardashians would be allowed. I love it. All right, that's fair. And he would bring you a portable air conditioner, which is very practical. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sal's, Sal's my I number one. I feel like Sal's one of those guys who will, like, you'll kind of forget about till episode four when she's like, oh, crap, I should evaluate whether or not this guy's attractive at all. And then he'll be sent home once he gets his big episode and, like, nothing happens. Right. And then he'll go to paradise and he'll probably kill it. He'll probably be cleaning up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Or maybe Sal or, alternately, Sal's going to be the villain. Just the name makes me think. Oh, interesting. I can't handle that. I'm I'm too drawn in by his blue eyes. I'm just into Sal. I know you're. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next is Vinny, who's a barber, and he has a bad haircut, so he's out. Yeah, bye, Vinny. Um, Wells, I love the name Wells, and he's got a nice smile. He's 31. He's a radio DJ. uh, And when asked, where do you see yourself in five years, he says, syndicated, married with a couple of kids. I like that because he's thinking both family and career. 
and career. I, I think Sal's actually my number one. He has like he references tacos. He references <laughs> Otis Redding. That's like, huge. Otis Redding go. is huge. It's huge, right? He yeah. has good a good span of movie selections here. The Shawshank Redemption and Back to the Future too. Um, he can spend sensitive, like but pizza. he can have fun. <sighs> yeah, exactly. I think he's the dream guy here. He doesn't like pizza. Interesting. Interesting. I know, and I love pizza, and I kind of think that's just like a great quirk. You know, he's a sure. unique butterfly. Also, you never have to share your pizza, which would be great too. Exactly. <laughs> no share well. plates. <laughs> well, so yeah, I like. I think Wells, Sal, and Grant are my top three. Like one hundred percent. There's also one more. This guy named Will, but honestly, I have no interest oh, in Will. Huh. Eh. Let's just end it on Wells because Wells is so great. <laughs> <laughs> Wells wins. Who's Will? I don't know. Eh, Although, wait, Will. I do want to say one thing about Will that he listed his height as six two and a half. Like, why the half? You're so tall already. Interesting. You don't need it. Yeah, first of all, six two and a half. I wouldn't say is so tall. I'd be like, that's appropriately tall, but he's not like getting drafted into the NBA anytime soon. And he his photo makes him look tall, actually, which is kind of weird. The way that it's cropped is just a little bit differently than the yeah. other ones. He does. He looks like he's a real six two and a half. More blue space than the others. Okay, and then I know we said we weren't going to talk about him, and yet here we are. But what do you think it means if a man wants to swap places with John Mayer for a day? <laughs> I think it's a pretty controversial answer. Um, well, I, that's a great question. First of all, I like the music of John Mayer. I just need to admit that. <laughs> oh, I'm, God. I'm really sorry. <laughs> On the Wildfire album, there's like a 90-second track that is only Frank Ocean singing with John Mayer playing the guitar, and it's incredible. I listen to it all the time. Like, check it out. Number two, um, recently saw John Mayer on the street near the office here in Hollywood, that's unrelated, oh. unrelated, but just noting. And number three, um, John Mayer, there's like so many like rumors about him. Mo- like, I don't know. I-, I think like I can, I understand being attracted to John Mayer, but I don't understand wanting to swap places with John Mayer. What do yeah. you think? Um, I just think any, I'm sorry, because I know you just admitted to having like a John Mayer <laughs> thing, but I think just like any attraction or fascination or like desire for John Mayer is kind of a red flag for me. <laughs> I don't know why. You've just called me out <laughs> on my own podcast. <laughs> I did. Oh, I'm never going to be invited back. That's no. why I'm going out with a mic drop. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to end it. Um, Allison, thank you so much for going over these dudes with me. It's honestly one of my favorite of events of the year, so I'm glad you could be a part of it. Yes, thank you. Um, bachelor Party will be happening every Tuesday. Next week will be the coming off the premiere, and it's going to be a beautiful journey with JoJo. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Chris Ryan from The Watch. On this week's episode, we talked about Game of Thrones, Chance the Rapper, and Tom Hiddleston possibly being the new James Bond. If you'd like to hear this episode or any of our other episodes, please subscribe to The Watch on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts.